1: Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy, nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York. Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at mrsmeyers.com. Want to hear something amazing?
0: I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Is your insurance company forcing you to go back to work when your doctors say you can't? If this sounds familiar, look no further than my law firm. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you.
1: Get
0: today. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Loom, speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors followed one of their most impressive performances of the season with uh, one of the most forgettable outings, losing to the Cleveland Cavaliers in the second half of back-to-back by a score of 126-101. to This was, uh, I don't know, (laughs) it's kind of an unprofessional performance, all things considered. I'm not going to get mad at it. Um, It's literally March basketball. Like, this stuff happens. They didn't show up to play. And honestly, the Cavaliers, you know, they competed really hard. Uh, and uh, you know they made some really good plays. They moved the ball around nicely, and uh, they 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 just they smacked the Raptors like there's really nothing about it. Like um, you know the Raptors, I, I don't know what what do they do? Like I, I guess like it's weird, right? This is a weird team. I just commented to them yesterday about how much they avoided um, all the trappings of South Beach and how they came out so strong, and you know despite all the circumstances, they played really well and got that great win. And then the night after they go to Cleveland and then they they honestly the whole team played like zombies. Like the only one guy that, you know, was actually able to score for the Raptors was Kawhi, but I mean this guy was, you know, managing the load. So like it's like, "All right, cool. So he can score. That's cool." But everyone else looked just awful, man. <laughs> just an awful performance overall by the team and uh honestly a very costly game as well, um because you know the big story out of this game is that Serge Ibaka got into his annual fight. So, you know, he's got to do one every year. And, uh, yeah, this time he got mixed up with uh, Marquise Chris, who, um, I mean, I don't know. I, that, this sort of came out of nowhere, really. Um, you know, I, I watched this game on tape delay because, you know, like the Raptors, I didn't take this game very seriously. I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to hang out with my little brother. I'm a uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. This this game wasn't very important. It just, it really wasn't. But, um, yeah, I circled back, and obviously I saw that surge, you know, I got in this fight. It's like, okay, cool. So, i pay close attention throughout the <clears throat> early portions of the game to see what Chris, you know, might have done to upset Ibaka or if there's anything sort of building. And, like, there's a couple things I noticed. Um, you know, not specifically with regard to Ibaka, but Chris had made some, I would say, questionable contests. Now, you could say he was playing hard. Which is fine, but like you go back and watch some of the the foul he had on Pascal Siakam, where Pascal's airborne and he undercuts him. It, it it's that that's that was a dangerous play. Pascal was you know kind of shaken up on the play to be honest. Um, and then later on, there's a play involving Danny Green where I think Chris was just trying to chase down the, and get the block, and I, I don't think there was anything malicious there. I don't think there was anything malicious either with any of these plays to be honest. Um. But, yeah, Chris kind of chased down Danny. Danny ended up, uh, you know, hitting his ankle on that play. And then Chris was already out of bounds, and the Raptors had gotten the rebound. Ibaka got the rebound, and Ibaka went back up for the putback, and Chris jumped from out of bounds and then sort of body-checked Ibaka. Again, I think he was just trying to make a play for the ball, to be honest. But, um, yeah, that also turned into... Uh, you know, a hard foul. Both Ibaka and Danny Green were down on the ground for a while. But, like, that was, like, the end of the second quarter. Like, there, I didn't really sense any sort of lingering. Like, it wasn't like you know, Ibaka got up and started talking to him. Nothing. Like, it just it seemed like nothing. And then I was watching closely in the third quarter. Like, Chris and Ibaka barely had any interactions whatsoever. And, uh, you know, what ultimately happened, I'm sure you've already seen the video, but one second left, the Raptors uh, tried to do a full-court inbound play. And uh, Ibaka tried to uh, seal Chris. Uh, Chris sort of locked Ibaka's arm and sort of like pulled him and held him down a little bit. Um, it looked kind of dirty on some angles of the replay, but other angles, it just looked like a regular play. Um, I mean, a foul call probably should have been called, although you, know, you rarely see that call with only one second left on the shot clock. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, so Ibaka doesn't get that call. Ibaka's on the ground. Chris walks over to him. Uh, I don't know what he said, but presumably talked some shit because Ibaka immediately stood up. Uh, went after him, sort of, uh, went for the neck, went for a little choke, sort of like pushed him into the stanchion. And then I think Chris threw the first punch, and then Ibaka threw a punch, both of them missed. Ibaka, by the way, uh, his, his saving grace is really that he just has no accuracy with the punches because you would get a lot more days suspended. You lose a lot more money if you actually punch somebody. But, um, yeah, this man, uh, throws punches like he throws three pointers. Like it's just, it's just bricks, really. But, um, Yeah, so, you know, no punches actually land, but punches are exchanged. They're separated. Actually, one of the quickest replays uh, I've ever seen, really, because I think the referee saw what was going down and, like, it was very quick. It was like, yep, they fought each other. They put three punches, you know, to both toss out of the game. And, um, you know, at that time, the Raptors were down 12. Um, You know, you would have thought maybe if the Raptors were going to make any sort of a push in this game, that fight would kind of inspire them. But,. Um, they came back with the bench unit. It was Norm and Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin, my God. Look, man, there's a Chinese expression. About, there's a whole Chinese thing about face, okay? Face is like, it's hard to explain, um, but it's sort of a mix between, like, pride and ego and sort of um, just your social standing, almost. And uh, you basically, Chinese people really value this. And it's really about, um, you know, people do a lot of things to save face, quote-unquote, sort of save the reputation. Jeremy, bro, you're making us all lose face. I'm sorry. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not like he asked to be an ambassador, but Jeremy is playing tough, man. He he just he came in, missed some wide-open threes. It just killed any momentum the Raptors had. And on the other side, the Cavaliers were hitting some crazy threes. Um, you know, overall, they shot really well, 18 of 41 from deep. It's kind of like the Raptors last night, right, when they shot 21 of... Forty from deep so um yeah you know you got you got the Cavs splashing these threes and you got Jeremy jeremyland breaking wide open shots and it was just really deflating and uh (laughs) marcus all came in Uh, he got the start today It wasn't very effective got completely outplayed by anti-zizic which i mean i just did a whole podcast with vivek about um you know, what you want out of Sergio Boc- Ibaka, or sorry, out of uh, Marcus saw We had this extended discussion about sort of the nuance of Gasol. There's no nuance in this game, man. Gasol just flat out didn't show up. Now granted a lot of players didn't show up, but uh, Gasol is really poor. And then when he came in the fourth quarter, defensively it was bad. The whole thing offensively was bad. The Cavs were a lot of trapping. It wasn't very, he was caught, you know, by surprise a couple times, you know, three turnovers, four assists. That's not a good ratio. One to six. That's also not a good ratio. It, it was just an ugly night, man. It was an ugly night. Um, you know, to make matters worse, I thought, uh, I mean, it's hard in nurse this position because it's always easier in hindsight to be like, yo, just throw this game away. Um, and, and, and it's also easier for us at home to just be like, yo, this game, come on. Like, clearly it doesn't matter that much. Like, You should sort of throw it away. But as a coach, it's also hard to sort of establish that, right? It's hard to just completely wave the white flag. Um, And he's already dealing with a short rotation, so it's not like he can even bench everybody. But at the same time, he could have at least uh, spared Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard some of those fourth quarter minutes because it didn't really seem like the the Raptors were making it back. They weren't playing good defense at all. The Cavs just kept getting wide open threes, and uh, you know, there was no need to put Kawhi and Kyle in that position, and Kyle was taking charges. I mean, like, you know, Kyle banged up his ankle. Apparently he's fine, although who knows? Kyle Lowry, every time you ask him about injuries, he's always going to say he's fine, so you know, take that with a grain of salt, but like, um yeah, it was it was not a good look. It really wasn't like this was clearly a game the Raptors are gonna throw away. This clearly a game they didn't come prepared for, right? Like the Raptors, like they were so bad in terms of just like stringing um, coherent possessions together on both sides of the floor. Like they looked like they were playing drunk, to be honest. I don't think they were. I'm just saying like that's sort of the style they're playing. Like, you know, you know how Nick Nurse likes to go to that zone defense to sort of just engage his team and get everyone to sort of stay engaged and, you know, talk to each other and rotate and sort of take more of a shared responsibility rather than just, you know, playing the usual man to man or whatever. So Nick usually likes to go to that zone maybe in the second ha- second quarter and maybe in the second half when things get really dire. He, he went to a zone five minutes into the game because of that's just how badly the Raptors were defending. It was tough. Um, and, you know. Man, even in the, in the second half, it's not like the Raptors might come in and take control. one of those games where, you know, you cruise through the first half. Okay, Raptors kind of lucky to only be down two. And you figure they will flip the switch. And man, the third quarter starts, the Cavs immediately go on a 7 0 run. Um, and, and you got Kawhi Leonard throwing up bricks, like just like wide open threes, top of the floor, and he's shooting it into the side of the rim. Like, and, and, and where the, where it meets the backboard. Like that's, yeah, it was that kind of night for the Raptors and, and basically they, they never made a push, um, you know, Kawhi played okay, I guess, uh, To be honest, so the Cavaliers doubled him a lot, which is sort of consistent with what the Cavs have done all season against the Raptors in this matchup. They've always given Kawhi these double teams and forced him to make the plays out of the passes. I don't think the Raptors moved very well around Kawhi, so I will add that in as a caveat, but there was a lot of opportunities where Kawhi had open passes and he just failed to recognize and make the read. Now, individually, he still had an efficient scoring night, 25 points and and 11-19 shooting, 3 of 8 from deep. That's fine, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, in 31 minutes, that's fine, but you know, I it never really felt like Kawhi was dominating, and, and the points that he was getting were really, really difficult. Um, but I mean, it, again, the Kawhi is not the problem tonight. I mean, you look at the route, up and down the rest of the roster, Pascal constantly in foul trouble. I, I would say Kevin Love got a really, really nice whistle like, really nice. Um, you know, like he drew three charges, I was like, yeah, some of those were iffy. Uh, And Pascal couldn't even, like, breathe on Kevin. Um, I actually thought Kevin played pretty good defense on Pascal, but Pascal's effectiveness limited, 15 points, four rebounds, three assists, six of 13 shooting, 0 of 4 from deep. That was a little bit disappointing. Um, You know, Danny, outside of hitting two shots in the first half, the guy was nowhere to be found. I I don't think he was doing too much, to be honest, other than just spacing the floor. I mean, to be fair, the Raptors weren't moving the ball that great, but he, he also wasn't, you know, asserting himself on the game by any means. You got the bench unit was tough man it was tough norm making bad decisions Yo, norm had five turnovers in 19 minutes you're not even a lead ball handler how do you have five turnovers of late he's been doing this weird thing where he's just dribbling the ball and will lose the ball and it's just so frustrating with watching uh norm play right now jeremy i already said earlier making us all lose face minus 15 in 21 minutes and it's not even just um the minus 15 it's the fact that you could tell that he has no confidence and he's really lost and and you know, just um, has no mojo, no flow, nothing. And then you could definitely also tell that his teammates are trying to get him going, but then when he then bricks wide open shots, it has this deflating effect on the rest of the team, it looks like. Um, And what, I mean, obviously they'll never admit it. They're going to be good teammates about it. And Jeremy's a good dude, but like Man, I mean, even watching at home, I'm like, it's great sequences. Kawhi's getting doubled. They get it out of the double team. It's oh, it's Jeremy. He'll he'll pump fake, and then you know, like the defender will leave him, he's wide open. It's like, all right, pull up, Jeremy. Let's see the three, and then he just just breaks every time. It's, it's not, I mean, like yo, man. Jeremy started the game missing a wide open finger roll layup, so it it was just I wasn't expecting too much, and uh, somehow I was still disappointed. Um, you know, OG OG played fine. You know, defensively, he made some plays, active. But there's only so much a three and D guy like OG can do, to be honest. Um, uh, you know, until he sort of hones his handle and then um, sort of leverages his fin- like just becomes more crafty with his finishing. Like he's he's not gonna have that Siakam style effect on the game. But you could definitely tell he's providing positive energy defensively. He's he's, he's probably the one Raptor that actually decided to play defense tonight. Um, you know, Macaw had a really nice transition layup where he went behind the back, but. Otherwise, you know, same old macaw. two shots in 19 minutes. That's, you know, uh, and, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. The, the, the really, like, it was just a disappointing night for the team overall. They clearly didn't show up. Obviously, they're better than this uh, against, the Cav- you know, they sh- they should obviously handle a team like the Cavaliers, but Raptors didn't show up to play, basically. That's it's just kind of as simple as that. Um, and if they did sort of give any... F's about this game, they probably would have played better, and they probably would have changed the result, but uh, yeah, they didn't. And then the Cavs shot really well, and uh, that's that's basically, I mean, look, man, that's a bad game of the Raptors. they shot 10 of 17 from the free throw line. Like, come on, this is a really good free throw shooting team. Kawhi won 0 of 3 from the free throws. Like, that's just that's that's tough, you know. And meanwhile, the Cavs went 20 of 21, and you know, who cares about free throw shooting, really? But also, like, as a team, 20 of 21, that's really impressive, so. Cavs were sharp. Raptors were not. Surge gets into a fight. Um, Yeah, so go back on the Surge thing. I mean, uh, I think we always overreact to these fights a little bit because we always think, oh, my God, he threw a punch like five games. Like, no, not really. Like, you got, like, one game for throwing a punch and whatever, especially if you already got ejected from the game. Like, that already basically counts as sort of, um, you know, a day off, basically. So, you know that will be normal normal circumstances he probably gets suspended one or two games um however surge is a repeat offender as i mentioned i mean 2 years mm-hmm. ago a man fought robin lopez and uh, almost took each other's heads off the last year he went at james johnson which was wild wild for anybody to going at james johnson okay um it, and it, i mean we're raptors fans so we all we all know what james johnson is capable of Um, but, uh, yeah, for people who may not know, James Johnson is a, uh, certified black belt. And, uh, I think, I believe he's undefeated in MMA bouts. I don't think these are official fights, but I 100% believe that this six, eight man is undefeated. And apparently legend has it that James Johnson can do a backflip and kick the ball from under the rim. Like if you wedge the ball on the basket, um, apparently he has done some sort of flip kick where he's kicked the ball off the rim so uh yeah i mean i can't believe serge actually uh tried to fight james johnson that's you know he must have probably just he's probably just happy and praying he, Look, looks is too handsome again to these fights especially with james johnson like bro, that will change your whole life instantly and then now with chris right and and to be honest i think Serge was the guy who escalated to a fight. Before that, it was sort of like, all right, so like, you know, Chris tried to punk him or whatever, and then it's like, all right, miss foul call. Serge is the guy who first got physical, so he's going to get, you know, a little bit more um uh, time in terms of suspending. And um yeah, I mean, I, I to, if I had to guess, I would say three to five games, somewhere in that range. And, uh, you know, it is really unfortunate because the Raptors have so little depth in the front core right now. Like, they don't have... A third center, like um I'm sorry, but Chris Boucher is just not that right now, and until he bulks up, he just really wouldn't be, but um, you know, okay, so now you' basically forced Gasol into starting, and you know it's not like they're playing a murders role games, the Lakers are coming up, the Lakers are I mean they're starting JaVale McGee at Center, like eh, you know,'ll it be okay, um i who. Who's even playing backup center for the Lakers these days? Because I think Tyson Chandler is out with, like, old man stuff. So is, is it literally Jonathan Williams again? You know, that guy has played a lot of games for a team with LeBron James on it, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the Lakers, you know, that, whatever. That's that, That's a game that doesn't doesn't concern me too much. But then, you know, you got, uh, you know, the Pistons coming up after that. You're going to definitely need surge. You Can, uh, can you ima- even imagine Chris Boucher going up against Andre Drummond? Are you kidding me? Drummond is like four Chris Bouchers. That's not even an exaggeration. <laughs> Oh man, um, and then the Knicks after that, and the back to backs, like so, like you know what I mean? Like it's just not a good situation. Like Serge, you gotta hold your emotions, and then if it's any more than that, so that's three games: Lakers, Pistons, Knicks. If it's any more than that, the Raptors play a home and home with the Thunder, who are a good team and they have a good front court. And again, you wouldn't want Serge to be healthy for that and available. And so, I don't know, man. It's, uh... I mean, we know surge Serge has this in him, and like I'm sure you know. I'm sure Chris said some dumb shit to Serge to spark him off. It's not like Serge just would randomly swing on a guy. But, like, yeah, this was obviously a bad decision. And it was a frustrating all around. Raps didn't play well whatsoever. Um, If I'm going to hand out three stars, I guess I'll give Kawhi number one. I feel bad about that. And I guess I'll give Kyle number two and then. Pascal. I don't know, man. This is a bad game. No one you one, know Forget it. No one gets stars. No, no one deserves stars for this game. And then Gerald Henderson obviously is uh is Marquis Chris, obviously. I mean, dude, I mean the guy came in, he, he the guy's terrible. First of all, he's a terrible player. Um and I can't believe I I, I once wanted on the Raptors to trade up to to draft Chris. I, I was looking at the the videos. Like, this is one of the classic things, right? If you ever find yourself really enamored with the prospect simply because you watch a lot of videos uh, like the highlight videos and you're like yo this guy can do all this and this and this that's where you really got to just check yourself and be like no hold on i gotta really listen to the scouts because chris is a guy where like on highlight videos you're seeing chase down blocks you're seeing him shoot threes you're you're seeing him, um you know with these athletic finishes you're like holy crap this guy has star potential but then you like take a closer look at him you're like no this man is a waste man and uh yeah i mean but still, Chris got uh, I- I- Ibaka ejected for, like, <laughs> out of the next, like, four games. So, you know, I, that's probably as much value as you'll provide uh, in the NBA the- all season. So, tough game. Um, obviously, a forgettable game. And, uh, yeah, I mean, for anyone who's freaking out or whatever, like, I definitely wouldn't freak out about this game. It's obviously annoying, and they should have not done what they did, but it is what it is, and uh, yeah, hopefully they turn it around against the Lakers um, because we know the Raptors are way better than this. So I'll be back on Thursday to discuss that result. Peace.
1: Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on.